You hate to see a great movie get a prequel that nobody wanted. Unfortunately, we're not talking about Train to Busan. We're talking about the anime prequel, Soul Station, this week on Shonen and Suds. It's spoopy season! It's the Monster Mash! Cody, how are you, brother? Oh, Chris, I'm great. You know, we are, we are back to discuss just another mediocre anime. Uh, Man, and you, know, you hate did, it. You hate it. Chris, how did we do this? We, you know, we we shot ourselves in the foot, Chris. We we pulled the audible. We we called the audible, and we said, you know what? We're we're making an executive decision. We're gonna watch what we want to watch, and uh, here we are. Uh, <laughs> we, well, we made our bed. We, we, we thought, it, you know, <laughs> we we did. We definitely we were rubbing our noses in this one. That's for sure. And uh, well, because Cody, when you think about the the source material, oh, Train to Busan, like. An, uh, an amazing horror movie, which, in in my opinion, it's not my favorite zombie movie, but it's like a close second. I think this, I think this movie is required horror movie watching. Like it's a, it's, it is a great movie. So, all right, an anime prequel, maybe it, it, it can be, it can be kind of good, right? Like you know, maybe it can set the stage for for what we're kind of dropped into, which. I also hate. Well, no, I don't necessarily hate that. Let me let me rephrase that, Cody. I hate when we get a prequel to something and they give us characters that we're supposed to care about when these characters are inconsequential. And I the the best example of this, um, and I, I like this movie. Uh, I'm talking about Rogue One. So I like Rogue One. And I'm talking about Star Wars, uh, yeah, for those who don't yeah, I, saw, I, saw I don't know who I don't know who would be listening to this who doesn't know it, but they they gave us this cast of characters that they wanted us to love and become attached to when the entire premise of the movie lets us know we knew prior to the prior to even getting the cast revealed that they're all just dead right like all these characters are dead we don't need to know i don't need to see their relationships give us maybe a little backstory of how, what what got them here to this point like I kind of like how they did that mostly with like Andor, but then they had to like throw this kind of shoehorn love. You know, like, I don't want to know these characters. Don't let me get to know them. They're in this position and we know they're not going to make it out. They, they did it here too. They gave us these characters that given, given the nature of what's happening and what we know about the source material, none of these people are going to live. So don't try to take me on an emotional ride to make me care about these characters that I know I'm not going to spend any more time with. Like, I, I don't like that. I like, I'm okay with a, with a prequel to, you know, to Train to Busan. Like, clearly the zombie outbreak came from somewhere. I'm okay with seeing, you know, the laboratory where it had, you know, something, something. But don't, don't give me a, don't try to tell me this little side story with these characters unless, unless you are trying to, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this, Cody, because I'm, 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 I have a lot of feelings about this because I, I hate this. I hate when movies do this and it happens more often than not. Chris, but I me, also love... Let me see if this is, not to interrupt, but let me see if this is a good example oh, please, of what you're trying to, trying to get across. Uh -huh. <clears throat> you wanted something maybe like a, like a Resident Evil outbreak? Uh, you know, it's like a side story of your Resident Evil. Like, you know what happened in Raccoon City. Yeah. 
But, you know, yeah. here's this little side story also happening, you know, coinciding with what's going on with the main cast, yes. I guess. Um, yes. And unfortunately, we get these three fucking absolute idiot characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... But also... But also, too, not just that. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna give me something like that, that is a that is what I want. Or I want, Cody. Have you ever seen the movie Remember Me? Oh, that sounds familiar. Let me pull that up. It's got a. Uh, it's got Robert Pattinson, Pierce Brosnan. No, I don't think I have. That's not the movie I thought. I oh man. So, so it, it, it's well. Then I I can't say what I want to say. Oh, you can say it, those who have you seen it. <laughs> oh, you sure? Okay. So you, you see, you watch, you're watching this movie and you think it's this real like character driven drama. Um, you know, you, you've got this young, you know, New Yorker living in the city, his relationships with his family and the, you know, like you're, but then Cody, when everything is, you're about to reconcile some things here at the end, you realize where you know he's going to meet his father, I think for like breakfast or to hang to speak with his. I don't remember, but you find out, Cody, his father works in the World Trade Center on the morning of nine eleven, and his father is running late to work. So his son, Robert Pattinson's character, is there in his office, which is on like the ninety seventh floor of the World Trade Center. And at the end of the movie, when the movie's coming to an end, you realize he's there, and you, you and then it pans out. And you realize he's in the World Trade Center, and you see that it's September Tuesday, September 11th, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, you don't realize you're watching like a 9/11 movie until like the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So like a much better <laughs> we movie than this. Spoiler, <laughs> dude, dude, yes. So, and but I want something like that. Like, if I'm watching a prequel to something. Don't let me, you know, feed me from the long end of the spoon. I, I guess I said all that to say this. <laughs> Sometimes I want to be fed from the long end of the spoon. Don't let me realize that I'm watching a prequel to something until, like, the big reveal happens, right? That's right. what I want to care about characters, and that's what I want you to teach me about characters. Like, so, I guess I said all of that to say this. There's two ways to do a prequel. You either... You either tell me a little side story that coincides, or you don't. You you give us character-driven stories, but don't let us don't tie it into the thing until like the very end, right? Like, give us, feed us from the long end of the spoon, make us think we're watching something else before you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, even I mean, you could even compare it to something like like the movie Split. Like, I had no idea that was gonna you know coincide with the movie Unbreakable. And like, I was yes. Like, I was like, Whoa. Yes. Very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Same concept. Yeah. You should still watch Remember Me, by the way. It's a very good movie. Oh, I absolutely will. Um, I, I know I've yeah. heard of it, um, mm-hmm. but just never, you know, I mean, I've heard of a million yeah. movies that I haven't seen, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I've hopefully I will, <laughs> I'll watch some better movies this week, Chris, cause I've been watching nothing but shit, <laughs> just absolute shit this week. Um, you know, <laughs> we, we, we've rambled for long enough, Chris. We are back for another episode of Shonen and Suds. We certainly are not 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 rambles and uh, not rambling and rum, as it were. And I'm your host, Chris Adams. <laughs> and I'm Cody Snodgrass. And uh... and like we said, we are uh, man. I kind of like the I kind of like the idea of the name change to Ramblings and Rum. But uh, no, yeah, we're we're talking about Soul Station this week. The I guess pseudo anime prequel. 
because uh, it's it's Korean. I mean, the the movie's Korean. I think the animation itself is also Korean. Um, which the animation's its own little pile of shit that we'll we'll talk about as well. Um, yeah, but <laughs> it's it's I don't know. I didn't enjoy this, but it's tough, right? Like we we made the executive decision. We wanted to watch something spooky. You know, tis the season. It's Halloween. Um, which will lead us into some news, which is really fucking cool uh, coming up here. It's everybody's been talking about it, but this. I don't know. Like this just fell flat. Like it wasn't fun to watch. It was just like, just kill these characters already. And just, I, I just, just drop me on the, just put me on the train. That's, that's where I want to be. I, as I was watching that movie, it's like, I just want to watch train to Busan. Yeah. And like, I don't, unless there was a post credit scene that I'd missed. Like, there why, wasn't. Why not have this lead up to like that? Remember the girl that's in the train, like the first infected girl. That's yeah. Left? Like, why not have that be the girl yeah. in this? Like, right, and that would have been a Cody. That would have been a <laughs> great way to like feed us from the long end of the spoon, yeah. right? Yeah, like like it, at the end, we realize that she's the one getting infected. Holy shit! It's the prequel. Yeah, you know what I mean. And instead, like they could have still called it Soul Station, and we'd have been none the wiser until yeah. it gets to that point where you're just like, holy shit! You know what I mean? That would have been perfect. Would have been perfect, but you know they they fumbled the bag in, in pretty much every way they possibly could. Um, yeah, that was a major bag droppage for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we'll put that on the back burner for now, Chris, because we got we got to talk about some news. Um, and I think big news. We, we got two big things to talk about. We'll start with the Simpsons. So um, <laughs> I'm not a big Simpsons fan, but I do know that they do the Treehouse of Horror every year or every couple mm-hmm. years. Um, and this year they are doing like an animation, uh, like an animated, that's not, an anime <laughs> version of the Simpsons, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, very heavily inspired and pays homage to Death Note. Um, yeah, dude, it looks it, so sick. It looks, it's the Death Tome. Yeah, the Death Tome. And it looks like cool. Like this looks like, I, I, I like the Simpsons comes on after the Fox NFL games and like, Usually, like, the TV just stays on, because, like, after the 4 o'clock games, uh-huh. I don't know about you, but I don't want to watch football for, like, a week. Like, that's just how no, it is. Like, exactly. <laughs> turns out exactly seven days. Yeah, like, the sun- the Sunday night game, unless it's the Steelers uh, losing to the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I-, I-, I usually don't care. <laughs> um, because, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, I've watched football for seven hours or something at that point, and, you know, it's just like, all right, mm-hmm. I've-, I've watched... I don't need to see another snap. But the Simpsons usually is just like, they go into like, what is it, animation domination or whatever they call it on Fox. Yeah. You know, your Simpsons, your family guys, all that. And so, like, I'm not, like, I, I don't even care about football this weekend, Chris. I am looking forward to this, this Death Tome Simpsons episode. Like, dude, I, I, I'm very excited. Dude, it's, I'm stoked. Yeah, we see Homer, and instead of having the beer, he's got sake. We got Lisa kind of playing like uh-huh. a... Light playing light Yagami basically. Marge, they're all animated. Mm-hmm. Just looks really cool. Uh, isn't it the same studio that animated it? Didn't aren't they doing it? I've heard it's the original animation studio that did it. Oh, but originally did um, Death Note. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah, I've heard that that's the case. Let me uh, let me to the internet. To the internet. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Might actually be able to pull it up. 
Uh, let's see, let's see. But yeah, like the see. screenshots that I've seen, and obviously they have like that little trailer. Uh, it all looks... Mm-hmm. Dude, it looks cool. Like, it just looks fucking cool. Um, oh, dude, I can't wait. Let's see. Let's see, I'm I taking would, a look. I would assume it would be on Anime News Network, but I don't see it. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see, let's see. Like... I remember he. I remember hearing that or reading that somewhere. We may need to. Here. We may need to well, here, come back with some more information yeah. on that. While you're looking for that, Chris, uh, we also have more Death mm-hmm. Note news. Um, the Netflix, the other live-action Netflix Death Note, which is being uh, created by the Stranger Things creators, the Duffer Brothers. Uh, they have hired Alia Abdul Magid as writer. Um, let me see if. Mm-hmm. And this is, I don't know, I can't remember if this one, this is a series, okay. And this is for the, the upcoming series. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, you know, he's got, a, he's got a couple works, and he's a longtime fan of Death Note. So. Uh, it's animated, yeah, it is. It's animated by DR, Dr. Movie, DR Movie, who also worked on the original series. Interesting, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if that's a particular, a particular individual, or... Yeah, I'm not sure. But I read that on IGN. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Death Note was made by the studio mm-hmm. that does... Um, that does Vinland Saga? I don't think it's Vinland Saga. What am I trying to think of? Is it Madhouse? Is that what it is? Maybe. Hmm. I want to say they did Attack on Titan also, but I, I, I might be thinking of just the like the director or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Madhouse is the... Yeah, whoever... I wonder if they, they probably worked with Madhouse, because Madhouse has done a lot. They've done, like, I mean, Parasite, One Punch Man. That's actually what I'm looking at right now. Uh, Doctor Movie. Uh, it's a Korean animation studio that was established in Seoul. Uh, yada, yada, yada. I hate, I hate, I hate the coincidences uh, there, Chris. <laughs> I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> For our topic. Um, let's see. So, they are... They are part of Madhouse. Okay. Well, they should have worked yes. on Soul Station. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why was Soul Station they're, they're made located by... in Soul? Why was Soul Station made by there? Studio Canal? We, we misplayed there. Um, yeah. That's awesome to hear that they're going to have like some of, the, yeah. some of the OGs working on it. It looks cool, man. I've never, I don't think I've ever been excited for an episode of The Simpsons. Like, And, and, yeah. that, might, and that might sound mean or. You know, if you're a big Simpsons fan, um, it's just not, I, I just don't like, I'm not a big fan of Family Guy and, like, American Dad. Like, uh-huh. I'll watch them, but they're not, like, I'm not watching them like I'm watching an anime where I'm, like, invested in what's happening. Um, like you'll yeah. get, you, I'm kind of the same way. Like, you'll still get a couple good laughs out of almost every episode of those shows. It's just They're just not my, uh-huh. not my thing, I guess. Yeah, I'm there for the bits, man. Like I love, I love American Dad, but I- I'm not there for the whole episode. I'm there for whatever fucking bit or you know joke or whatever you know cutaway. Um, American Dad's. Re- the- I-, I think American Dad was always better than Family Guy, and I'll fight anybody. I'll die on that hill so fast, Cody. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I and you know Bob's Burgers and everything like that. Like I'll- I love the the quotables, things like that. But I don't really care. I- I'm not going to sit down and watch full episodes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that, but this one I will, or I'm going to watch that segment. Yeah, that premieres this Sunday, I believe. 
Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Uh, the Netflix live action has a writer that is a fan of Death Note, so hopefully they won't fuck it up. That's fucking awesome. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, and then the other big piece of news, Chris, for, you know, related to this podcast is Vinland Saga. Uh-huh. We got our brand new trailer. Season two. Which me and you, we haven't watched the trailer yet. We, we're not, I mean, we're, we usually don't watch most trailers, I, th- I think. Like, we're not, we're not there hot off the press to watch a trailer, usually. I, I, I like to go in cold, man, honestly. Like, I, I feel like I don't like to play the speculation game on trailers. Like, I, I don't know. I also, I've also gotten to a point in my life where I feel like the trailer starts to show me too much. And I want to be surprised. Like, I've stopped watching, like, Marvel movie trailers. Um, except for the, uh, you know, obviously the Wakanda Forever ever trailer. Because, you know, that one just makes me want to cry every time I watch yeah, that, it. That trailer's too um, good to not. And then, the, like, the... Yeah, it, it, it's, that's the, too the good not to watch. Because it also does like, Spoil the movie! Oh my god! When you start hearing "No Woman, No Cry," it's like I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. The, and then they feel like the mural of uh, Chadwick Boseman was like fuck. And it switch it like switches into Kendrick Lamar. Oh my god! It's literally the best trailer yeah. I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it's a great trailer. But Vinland Saga, of course, has a new trailer, and we have a January 9th mm-hmm. premiere date, Chris. So we have right the- around the corner, so we'll get to dive back into this hopefully sooner rather than later. <clears throat> Yeah, now I'm I'm assuming that's just the first episode. I didn't really click into this article. Yeah, I don't want to get spoiler spoiler suplexed here. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, because I because I assume we're going to be telling telling a different story. Now, um, the one thing I can tell from the trailer is that Thor kill is still in there, um, but I imagine he would be because he still continued to fight until he just kind of stopped. Yeah, and it, so I mean, even at the end, like the final scene that we saw, we saw like a bunch of new characters, and we we're like, "Oh, who's that? Who's that?" Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep, obviously excited about that. I'm here for it. I imagine I they'll, have, they'll have an absolute bop of an intro. Um, Dude, I still fucking jam out with my clam out to fucking uh, <laughs> the the season one intro, like the fucking fir- the first intro. Oh, yeah. oh, what a fucking banger! Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start going into fucking restaurants hit the old applebee's jukebox see if they got that on there oh they better chris they better have it on there <laughs> they better or i'll take my i will take my gift certificates elsewhere <laughs> exactly um but speaking of you know january release dates we have even more junji ito maniac which is the next yes. set of junji ito tales um i believe it, the entire thing is premiering in january uh let's see January nineteenth, it will debut on Netflix. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I'm definitely here for that. I'm very excited about that. It looks like it will include twenty stories from Ito's body of work that will be animated for the first mm-hmm. time. The anime will include stories from Tomi, Uichi, and the Hanging Balloons volumes, other among other volumes, which I believe are just parts of his yeah. collection. Um, very excited about this. We're definitely going to be. I will be throwing uh, the Junji Ito collection, which is the one that came before this, on a on a on probably mm-hmm. every future poll until it gets in. Um, just so we're we're up to absolutely. That. Um, and be, oh, and speaking of polls, Cody, who who won? Who won our last poll? Do we have a last poll? I don't remember. It's been, this whole week's been a blur. We do. I, I you know I haven't mentioned it yet on this cast, but I was on vacation until literally last night when we came home. We do, and I. Totally forgot to pull it up. I said I was going to pull it up before we even started this thing. Uh, well, that's all right. We start talking about we start talking about Barbarian, man. 
<laughs> uh, it looks like Perfect Blue has won the poll. Oh, nice! I was a little worried because there was Chris. There was a a four way tie for a little bit, and I was like, "Man, I really oh, hope one of these wins." Um, but yeah, it looks like Perfect Blue with forty percent of the votes. Got it. Excellent. There. Um, excellent. Perfect Blue is an awesome movie. I, it's a it's a really nice like psychological, just just such a good mind fuck, man. I like that movie. It's really good. Yeah, that'll be the movie we cover uh, next week. We're doing back to back movies just because you obviously just came back from your big anniversary trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do another movie next week, uh, Perfect Blue, which I will. I'm gonna pull up where to watch it, and we'll talk about that towards the end of the cast, just because I'm not. Yeah, which which means Cody, we also have to have a poll for this week, don't we? We do, Chris. So we're gonna have to think of some uh, think of some options there. Um, we can. We are. We are. So we'll just, we're just going to, at the end of the cast, we're going to come up with some options and we'll... Uh, and that, that's what happens when you start talking about Barbarian. You start, you just start make, flying <laughs> by the seat of your britches. That is right. Um, yeah. Uh, Perfect Blue will be what we cover next week. And mm-hmm. we, will have, we will have poll options by the end of this cast. I promise you that. Um, but Chris, unfortunately... Actually, wait. No, fortunately, Chris, it is time to crack some cold ones. I am parched. Oh, yes, thank God. Thank God. Please go ahead. Tell me. Tell me, Cody, because I need to know before we get into this shit, what's the drinking? Damn. That was a damn good one. That was a strong, stronger in this fucking movie. Uh, well, Chris, I was going to go to the liquor store, but the oh, tank no. was on E, so I had, to, I had to stop at the gas station. <laughs> And quick trip by my house <laughs> just has some limited options, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Do they have all the Mountain Dew Tall Boys? No, no, they 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 were down. Black. They were we were bare bones in there. Um, oh no! So I I just went with something familiar. Um, I went with a Corona mm-hmm. Extra. I was eyeballing. I was okay. eyeballing a couple like fancy like Modellos, but I I didn't know what was in them. Like there was like a Modelo mm-hmm. lime. Uh, Lima Sol or something, and I was like, I don't know what that means, so I was too scared to... <laughs> <laughs> and it was right next to, like, the Bud Light, like, tomato juice, whatever the fuck Oh, it's like tomato! <laughs> yeah, it was right next to that, and I was like, that looks like this is the dangerous road that nobody touches. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't oh, no. go... Yeah, yeah, the Clomato, whatever, those are... I don't... I don't... I went no oh. part in that. No, that's not... I told you this week, and Chris, I, I don't even like um, Bloody Mary. So, like, tomato, mm-hmm. that just sounds terrifying. So I, I, I went Dude, with, that Bloody Mary I had was so good, dude. <laughs> with the with the chicken tendy on the top of it. It had a fucking Nashville hot chicken nugget in it is what it had. That's what that was. That looked like, the, I'm telling you, that was the best part. Um, but yeah, it was so good. Corona was the only uh, tall boy on that row of beers. And clamato juices and all that stuff that I recognize, mm-hmm. and it was calling my name, so I went with that. Um, mm, yeah, just a fair, extra, nothing fair. Too, well, I, nothing too special. But what about you, Chris? What do you hey, think? look, listen. Hey, well, I've got uh, it's a bottle, so I can't really crack it, but then I can't. I've already opened it. Uh, I am drinking. Uh, you know, I was in Pennsylvania. I was in Philadelphia specifically for my vacation. Um, and while they're not out of philadelphia they're out of downingtown uh victory brewing i believe I've, I've i've mentioned them before on this cast um i am drinking their pilsner uh their prima pills uh which is one of my favorite american pilsners it's very dry very hop forward very crisp 
Um, just a good afternoon sipper. Um, yeah, just feel, still feeling the Pennsylvania love after, you know, vacation this week. So just, uh, you know, Prima Pills, watching James Harden bust some bozos asses uh, on the hard court and uh, just learning some history, man. That's been my week. And uh, I'm bringing the Prima Pills home. Love that. Love that. Well, Chris, uh, unfortunately, we, we've gotten to the point in the podcast where we have to actually talk about... Uh... Soul Station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this movie just wasn't good, man. Like, just a real quick tale of the tape. Uh, this movie came out uh, uh, 2016 <clears throat> in August, which I want to say Train to Busan came out a few months prior. Um, <clears throat> I want to say maybe in like June, I think uh, of that same year is when uh, Train to Busan came out. I don't know if you I don't know if you know the exact date, but uh, this is an anime. Uh, it looks like Trainer Busan came out uh, May 2016, and then another release date was July okay. 2016. So, yeah, just okay, so I was literally right there. I was yeah, just, just dancing between them. Okay, yeah, you, you were you were right on the money. <clears throat> yeah, and this uh, and this basically takes place. And it's a namesake. Like we're 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 going to be hanging out here in Seoul Station for pretty much the entire movie. Yeah, and it is uh. There's not a lot happening here, Chris. This movie, uh, it starts slow and boring. and Yeah, they, they give us these characters that they really want to introduce us to. Like, you hate the boyfriend right off the bat. Ki-Yong, Ki-Wong, Ki-Wong, whatever. I, and I, I apologize. I do not know the Korean dialect. I do not know how to pronounce, you know, like the souks and gyus and soons and you know you know if i'm saying them correctly it's by pure dumb luck but i do not want to disrespect any dialect um so i, think- I do i'm not even going to attempt it with that if unless i have some proper guidance i feel like i'm saying their names incorrectly so i'm just going to call him the boyfriend yeah. and i'm going to call her the the girl because she's really the only female character in this entire movie i mean even looking at the cast on wikipedia there's three Characters named uh, again. Yeah, our 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 terrible accents. We're not going to pronounce these. We're just going to say the dad, the girl, and the boyfriend. Is that those? They're the three yeah. That, that's pretty matter. much the main. Yeah, yeah. Those are really the only characters that are worth a damn, uh, or those only ones that really matter. But they're trying to tell us this story. And this is where I kind of went off on that tirade earlier at the, at the top of this thing. They're te- you know we know because of what's what this movie's about that all of these characters are doomed right from the start, right? So they're trying to tell us this really, I don't know, like, is it a love story, Cody? Is it like a, or are, are we meant to care about the girls, like her terrible past? Because um, the boyfriend's a piece of shit. Like, he's just a piece of shit. Which, truth be told, all the characters in this are all just pieces of shit. They're all just terrible people. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um I think she she's had a, a a troubled life, but she's also like yeah hasn't made the best decisions. We'll say that. Um, no, she she keeps she's kind of stuck in this this endless cycle of just poor decision making, and that's evident from her uh, her just fucking winner of a boyfriend. Yeah, and we have so we have this story where basically it, there's her and her boyfriend, and then we also have like a group of like these homeless guys. Um, Mm-hmm. And long story short, one homeless guy has clearly been bitten by a zombie and 
fucked up by a zombie, and he is just on the verge of death for the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of the movie. Um, uh-huh. And he's basically like the first zombie we come across. Um, uh-huh. And while that's happening, we, we, we flash over to the boyfriend, who is basically... He's at, like, an internet cafe, like, trying to sell, like... I don't know if he... He's basically trying to pimp out his girlfriend so they can pay rent. Um, yeah, and it's just like, alright, well, you suck. Yeah, and then, of course, we get what we think is her dad. Uh, for the majority of the movie is her dad. Um, uh-huh. we, he gets a phone call saying, hey, I found, you know, your daughter on, on the site. Um, yada, yada. And obviously, like, the dad's like, alright, well, where? Like, let me... How do I get to her? Blah, blah, blah. And so, like, we get, like, this this journey where he's trying to get to her. Uh, and then, of course, the zombie outbreak kind of begins, um, starting with, like, the original, like, homeless old man. Um, there is another homeless guy that's also involved in a lot of the story for a little bit here. Um, but he, he, he kind of just helps out the girl until he dies. That's, that's, that's his, his arc of this, is just Trying to save his buddy, like, takes him, he, like takes him to the clinic, and it's just like a sketchy clinic. Um, and we we know we know his buddy is doomed. He's turning into a zombie. That's that's what's going to happen, and then shit's going to hit. The- mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's that's literally the entire movie, like what we're talking about here. It's just it's just following these characters around from point A to point B somebody not believing that something's going on until they're all literally fucking surrounded. And they're like, somebody's going to get bit here. And now they're trapped in this confined space with somebody who's been bit. Uh, like that's, it was just lather, rinse and repeat. Yeah. Like um, her and her, like, her and the homeless guy basically like go to the cops and like, Hey, yo, shit's hitting the fan out here. And they're all like, no, no, no way. Crazy, crazy homeless people. We're locking you up. And then they all turn to zombies, and now they're mm-hmm. stuck in the jail cell. Like, and then, 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 like the rest of the zombies just break down the fucking door, and it's like, well, okay. Like, you've got somebody like covered in blood saying, "Hey, shit's going, dude." Can we talk? I, I hate, I hate so much. You know, you know. Look, listen. I know, I know a lot of times cops aren't great in real life either, but could they make them more bumbling and nonchalant and fucking? Movies like 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 the cops on fucking bar- Barbarian, the same thing. Yeah, like it's just a thing. I, I I I hate. I'm not a fan of that trope where it's like, I understand if they're if it's like a crazy like I saw a ghost, you know, like okay, like not everybody like, is just came from the loony bin to like report a crime. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, like I'm covered in blood. People are getting yes. eaten outside. Please help us. Like. For the love of God, please. They, what's weird is, like, then, the military is there, and it's like, the local police don't know that the military is there? Like, what? <laughs> Who's communicating just, things around this place? See, oh. that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, just... <clears throat> I, I hate... I hate when they just fabricate people being just bumbling and idiotic just to move the story along. And, unfortunately, when you're dealing with horror movies, you get that a lot. It's fine, right? But I, I, it's different here when, like, even after, like, they break, the, the zombies break down the fucking door. They're still just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, it's like, get out of here, dude. Yeah. 
And then, uh, so while while she's running around with this homeless guy, um, uh-huh. her shitty boyfriend and her dad meet up and try to try to figure out where she's at, you know. And they they go through like they got a car, but they're you know they're they're trying to make it to where she's at. Um, eventually, uh-huh. we end up at like this barricade, this like makeshift barricade where like there's a group of survivors fighting off the infected. Um, uh-huh. But on the other side of it, it's like buses, and if you climb over the buses, the military will shoot you. So you're kind of like, and yeah. it's a rock. It's in between a rock and a hard place, really. You got zombies on one side, yeah. and the military is going to shoot you on the other side. So like, you're just fucked. You're just like, dead. Yeah, like, you're, just, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, you might as well just find a hole and just live out the rest of your days there as long as you can. Yeah, and so like the homeless guy tries to climb up on top of the buses, gets shot. Um, ah. Yeah, <laughs> our girl escapes with an, another guy that was defending this group from these zombies. That climbs across. This I, I hate, dude. I hate. I hate this scene so much, Cody, because like he makes it across. She's clearly struggling, and I hate. I hate the like trope of like, oh, I'm just gonna go back, and then like he ends up getting killed. Like, don't be a hero. <laughs> I, I hate, dude. Like, I get it. Like, not not for one person. Like, not for one person, right? Like, if there were, like, two or three people, and if, you know what I mean? Like, you literally just traded one for one. You'd have been fine. You were in, you were a great physical specimen. Your your odds <laughs> of survival were way higher than hers, right? Yeah, and it's not like... like that's have... like me. That'd be like me struggling, and, like, the rock is in front of me, and he comes back for me. It's like, nah, dude, you're built <laughs> for this. I'm not. Just go. Well, just fucking like, go. I'll figure it out. And there was no relation between these two. He was just going back to be a nice no, guy. No! Not at all! <laughs> like, this isn't like... This isn't like... The same point. Yeah, this isn't like you trying to save, like, your wife from the zombie attack. This is just a guy saving right. a random girl. Different story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, now, exactly. Like, if I was... If I made it across and Sam was dangling, I'd go back in a heartbeat. I'd, I'd save her life, even if it cost me my own. But if it, for a complete stranger, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm cutting the was, wire. <laughs> I'm cutting the wire that they're crawling across. But of course, he falls and gets eaten. And not only does he fall, Chris, she also gets scratched on her foot. And you know, depending on the zombie movie, a scratch can mean nothing, or it can mean you're you're turning into it's a, a death zombie. sentence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, depending on which, you know, I also whether... hate how deep it is, but I also hate too in zombie movies that like some people change almost immediately and some of them take the entire goddamn movie to change, you know? Yeah. Like, I hate that this shit. movie. Like, there's some people that are instantly turning, and then there's like the homeless guy at the beginning of the movie who like stumbles for 30 minutes and then turns into the yeah. first zombie. Like, I, I, I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of that either. Like, I like when they get bit and that causes them to die, the infection, and then they come back. Like that, mm-hmm. we, we need consistency, yep. right? Um, and I get mm-hmm. they they do those for like jump scare moments and shit like that, but I'd much rather have the consistency there. Um, yes. But yeah, so she gets. Like, tell me a zombie movie. Yeah, she she manages to get across this wire, um, and then she's like. She <laughs> she's like running across these like this rooftop thing, and the zombies are chasing her. Oh my god, they're just catapulting themselves <laughs> across this rooftop, and she I'm like, well, what is happening? 
Uh, and then Dude, I was dying. Eventually, she takes a, a pretty bad tumble and fall. Dude, she fucking takes a gnarly <laughs> bump here. Yeah, and when she wakes up, uh, she like opens the door in front of her, and she is in like um, I don't really know what to call it. It's like um, it's like a model home, yeah, like a kind of thing, home, yeah, that's, like yeah, like it, yeah, like if if you go. A demo apartment. If you move into an apartment complex, like the demo apartment, that oh, this is what your apartment's not going to look like, but this is what we're going to sh- make you think it looks like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so she she kind of chills in there. Um, eventually, mm-hmm. the boyfriend and uh, the dad make it oh, to her. By the way, Cody, how the fuck? What what pockets did she have that her cell phone was with her during those nasty fucking tumbles? And how was it still working after that? Yeah, how was this thing not die? If this is any other horror movie, this phone has been dead since the beginning and has no signal. Oh, dude. Like, and, and not just that, like, she didn't just take a fall, dude. She fell like, she pinballed down the side of this building. <laughs> she, like, dumpster, roof, like, it just bounced off Otherly, everything. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And then, like, but then, like, the phone rings, and then she just reaches b- behind her back. Oh, my phone. <laughs> like, I get it. It's animated. You don't have to explain everything to me. But, like, that's, like, the fact that you're just like, oh, yeah, by the way, she still has her fully functional cell phone with absolute total cell service in this area still, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no pockets, you know? She's wearing a dress. It's yeah. Fine. It's fine. Um, Dude. You know, eventually they they finally reunite. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's been telling her on the phone like, your dad came to meet you because he was worried about you, blah blah blah. And she's like, oh my god, my dad's back! Wow, like you can tell there's been some there's some distance in this relationship between the two. Yep. Because even like earlier in the movie, when like her boyfriend like that piece of shit like really throws her because because she used to be a whore by the way, worked in a brothel. Um. And she was, you know, she had, you know, pimps and, you know, Mr. White folks, you know, throwing her out in the street. I don't know if you've ever seen Pimps Up, Hose Down, Cody, on HBO. I unfortunately have not, but it sounds like something I need to see. What I want you to do right now, what I want you to do right now on your computer, I just want you to Google the name Mr. White folks. All right, I will do that now. (laughs) I don't know if you can actually hear me type and then just do the image search. <laughs> this guy with like this this top hat. Oh my god, dude, uh, Mr. White folks, man, he was one of the big one of the big pimps on this uh, on that pimps up hose down show. Like he was one of the ones that like you know was talk telling a story about how you, know, how you gotta you know you gotta be giving the honeys a new bear, hairdo with your backhand if they get out of line, that kind of thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there's your those. Halloween costume. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to watch some of those videos, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so yeah, so, so he but he constantly was hanging that over her head, right? Like it, it, it almost like gave him an excuse to be a piece of shit to her, and she would constantly apologize. Like when if she was upset, she would apologize to her father. So that kind of leads into this, you know, where you were saying that her relationship with her father was clearly strained. Yeah, and you know, he says. You know, they get reunited, they hug, and then he's like, your your dad's in the other room looking for you as well. And then they walk out there, and we get the big plot twist, Chris, in this zombie movie. That her dad... Oh, it wasn't her daddy. It wasn't her father. It was her daddy. Yeah, which, of course, was her previous pimp. Oh, man. Fuck. 
And Mr. White folks, right? He, he, he fucking gets that backhand ready. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, and then, like, he, she immediately is like, that's not my dad, that's my, my previous pimp. And he's like, oh, shit. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> once once father, now pimp, uh, Chris, he, he is he, he was there to get his money back. He doesn't give a shit about the zombie apocalypse. Oh, dude, he'll give a... He needs oh. his money. She stole money from back in the day. Dude, it just turned into that old dirty bastard song. You know my name now. Give me my money. <laughs> yeah, and so... Um, oh my god. And so the boyfriend tries to defend her um, with like... He, he like grabs dude, a he's knife from like the demo home. Bus and, master, dude. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, he gets what he deserves here. I mean... Yeah, he definitely yeah. does. He gets his throat cut like yeah. right on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> Old Pip dead. Daddy just fucking slices his throat and fucking tosses him to the Dude, side. Fucking with ease, like like <laughs> like he's a fucking rag doll. Yeah, and then of course, what me and you and a lot of I'm sure a lot of other viewers of this movie were thinking was, okay, he's gonna turn into a zombie, and you know maybe he'll he'll kill the dad and then she'll escape or something. Yeah, like that makes the most sense, right? Nope, he's just dead on the ground, not not. Turning, not nothing's happening. Um, and the dad or in the no, he is fried chicken dead. Yeah, and then the pimp turns turns on the girl. Um, and I mean she's she's beat, Chris. She is, you know, she has this this scratch on her leg from the zombie, but she's also like she's taking some tumbles. She's been through some shit on this on this journey that they've been on. Um, and he he starts beating on her, and you know, trying to like. Trying to like sleep with her, basically trying to like force her and all this stuff, and she basically just succumbs to her injuries and dies. And then he's, you know, then he's he's like, oh, well, wake up, wake up, blah blah blah. Starts to try and give her CPR. Um, and then Chris, you know, then we then we pan the camera down to her foot, and you can tell she's infected from it. And then she yep. she re- reanimates into a zombie, fucking kills him, and then. Out of boom. That's, that's time to hit. That's, like that's that's literally the movie. Yeah, that that is the movie. Um, it just wasn't. It was board code. It was the longest hour and a half. It was nine, the movie's ninety two minutes. Um, even with ads, it was there was maybe. I mean, because I watched it on what freebie is what it's called on Amazon. Yeah, um, like a, a, one of those weird like where you can watch it for free. Um, Chris, I, I yeah, like with the, the ads, I enjoyed even the with ads, the ads more. Like, I did too. I, was like, I did too. I was like, it was a sweet release from this terrible movie. It was like, oh, Mario versus Rabbids. I'm like, cool. That looks awesome. Like Modern Warfare I'm Two. I'm like, sign me Dude, up. Even <laughs> even the ad where the person was like, I have mild to severe Crohn's disease. Fuck Perfect. It. I'll take this over what I just watched. I'm more invested in their story now. I am. I am. But unfortunately, they got stakes. They got real stakes. Yeah, and unfortunately, those ads did come to an end, and we had to continue watching this shit movie. Now, Chris. Yes. Before we get to our mm-hmm. like our final thoughts on this, let it be known that mm-hmm. this has a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Get the fuck out of here! A 100%. no. How? By who? And why? I don't know. I don't know why. 
Uh, it has this, but it has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I believe. Let me let me let me get the numbers here. On hey, while you're while you're confirming that, we need to get KP on the numbers. Um, <laughs> can we just also mention how like the animation is that very weird, like kind of waking life mocap looking kind of just real stiff animation? Like it doesn't look good. No, the animation sucks. I hated it. It's like it's not like. Pleasant to look at, like it, it's just 2016. It's not great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 100 uh, percent tomato meter. Uh, 23 oh. reviews. Um. Now, granted, a positive wow. review is just anything over. I think it's three stars and up. I believe is what it is. Yeah. A positive review. So, uh, the critics were nice to this. Granted, there was only 23 that reviewed it. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. But a lot of these are like three stars. Um. Audience score, Chris. Yeah, it's a thirty-seven percent, which I that now we're cooking. Yeah, now like definitely much more along the lines of what this actually was. Um, yes. Yeah, if if you needed any to like anything to get you away from Rotten Tomatoes, it's the fact that this movie has a hundred percent. Like I will never like nothing on yeah. this website will ever make sense to me. Um, it's all just a, just a website full of lies. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Um, but well, and and like the other thing too is, uh, it, all it made me also want to do Cody. Like I wanted to just watch Train to Busan because that's just a superior movie in every way. Yeah, absolutely. And it didn't lead into it in any way, like we said it could have done. Um, it just was like I I was falling. Chris, I watched this thing in like five sittings. Like I had to literally, I just couldn't stay awake. I couldn't even force myself to stay awake. Like. Dude, I felt time was standing still while I was trying to watch this thing. Dude, I was pausing it like every three minutes. Like, God damn, how's it only been three minutes? <laughs> right, dude. Dude, it was it was the equivalent of like working a job you hate and just staring at the clock all day. It was just fucking shoot me is what it was. Yeah. Um, but, oh. you know, Chris, we do got to put it on our rankings. So let me pull up our... Blech. I don't want to. I don't want to. Pull up our movie rankings here. Well, I mean, this should be easy, right? I mean, this is probably going... Uh, for me, it will be the new bottom movie. Uh, I'm going to put it below all of the Seven Deadly Sins movies, all of the Eden of the East movies, Girl Who Leapt Through Time, Bubble. It is my new number 34? Maybe 35. Yeah, be- that's... Uh, I mean, honestly, when I look at everything else... um. <laughs> I would rather watch the girl who left through time than this movie, hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and just put this in, put this in the basement for me too, Cody. Yeah, because like while I like the well, I, I didn't really like the girl who left through time. At least it was telling like something interesting. Was there were some interesting things happening? Mm-hmm. I didn't, I couldn't really understand. Not by it. much, but yeah. <laughs> didn't mm-hmm. really know what was going on. But it was not this like just shitty movie. It was like, what if we had a zombie movie and like this this separated family but it's actually her pimp and they're like that's that sounds good that's get him a raise send it fucking stop <laughs> drilling you've struck oil yeah like it, it just get this man a corner office immediately yeah it was just like how this made it through and it actually made like a decent amount of money i think the budget was only like 
600k and it made like 600,000 yeah it made a couple million in yeah. theaters or wild overall I, I think they were just still riding the high from uh from train to busan being and then just a, an insane smash hit yeah um yeah if you if you ever have any interest to watch this don't um Watch Train to Busan just, again. Just watch actual Train to Busan. Then watch it again because nothing that happens there in in the in Soul Station fucking matters. Exactly. Yep. Um. Yeah, that is Soul Station. Uh, and with that being said, Chris, we get to we get to shift gears. Uh, I did find out that Perfect Blue uh, is available for two bucks to awesome. rent on uh, Amazon Prime Video. So. With every penny. That movie is excellent. Perfect. I'm I'm really really excited to watch it because I haven't watched it in a few years. I I still have it on VHS somewhere, or that might be one of the last ones that like when I purged my last VHS my my last crop of VHSs that might have gone along with it. But uh, anyway, it Perfect looks, Blue is an excellent movie. To have. It also looks like there's a uh you got to have Shutter or AMC Plus mm-hmm. to get the. 2018 version. I don't know if there's anything different about that. Maybe well, just I don't like know. A, might just be like an updated, you know, like a fancy version or something. Right. Um, Look, I don't need fancy version. I want the OG. Give me fucking... that. 1999. Give me that. Um, that's right. Give me. Give me. Give me. Oh, you can rent it for yeah, 2.99. I, I lied to you, Chris. It's 2.99. Oh, really breaking filthy, the bank. <laughs> filthy man. Um, but. Yeah, that's what one of our players. Yeah, like there's some big like one of the things that reminds me of this is kind of like um what am I trying to say? Kind of like um kind of like uh I don't want to say black swan, but there's always that kind of like blurring the lines of what's actually like you don't know what's actually happening, um, you know, what's real, what isn't. Like it gets very, very cerebral. It's a very, very good movie. Interesting, yeah. I, I, I've heard I big things the, the about main, it. I think the main character wants to be like an actress or like she's like a she's like in like a pop band or she's like a you know, like your typical like J pop idol. And then I think she wants to like switch gears and become an actress or something like that. Um I don't I genuinely don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, it looks like this I'll I'll just read this little brief description here. It says, uh, this iconic psychological okay. thriller has been hailed as one of the most important animated films of all time. A retired pop singer turned actress sense of reality is shaken when she is stalked by an obsessed man. Ooh. Oh. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. You've got me. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, you, you say no more. Say less, Cody. Please, say less. That actually reminds me. There was... I'll look something up about this, but there was a group. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was... Was it ABBA? Was the group where the girl was being stalked in the band and, like, very, very similar... It could be. Very similar story. I'll have to... I'll have to look that up. Um. But regardless, that is what we're going to be watching uh, next week. Yeah, completely worth the watch. It's excellent. I, I, I already know. I already know we're going into something good, so I'm not even worried. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, Chris, like we mentioned at the top of this, we do have to have another poll, so we will move back to another show this week. So, Chris, yeah, have you oh, come up? With I'm any- ready. I've got my nominations already. You got some nominees. All right. Well, let me hear them. Well, first, we're going with two known knowns. Uh, first, I'm going to go with Fire Force, which I haven't watched season two yet, but I really, really enjoyed season one. Uh, also, another amazing pop of a of an opener. 
Um, so Fire Force, I, season one was awesome. I still need to watch season two. Uh, it has some some kind of fan servicey things that I don't like in it. Um, but I love the story and the fan servicey stuff is a little. It's 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 not as bad as other stuff, but it's still not my favorite. It's kind of cringy, but the um, but the story itself is worth. Uh, you can kind of overlook it. Um, and then my other one is uh, Cody. I'm nominating uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I don't need to say anything about that one. That one's fucking perfect. You don't, yeah. Those are those are two solid nominees. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Now, for me, Chris, I, I'm also just going to go with some uh, some recently nominated uh, choices. I am going to go with, with the safe stuff. I'm going to go with the Junji Ito collection. Uh, okay. Well, I know we're we're at the tail end of spooky season here, but there's still a little. There's still the, the you know the jack lanterns are still lit. We haven't reached Halloween yet. That's right. <laughs> um, That's right. I'm going to go with that, and I'm also going to go with uh, Elf and Lied again. Uh, not really, not as much of a horror um, anime or mm-hmm. scary story. Uh, definitely, you know, bloody and gory at, in certain moments. Um, but those are going to be my two picks for this week. Um, and I have looked up, Chris, it was the group ABBA. Um, oh, it was. No one shit. Of, one of the girls in ABBA was getting, like, stalked and, like... It's a very interesting story, and the, I guess just the the synopsis for Perfect Blue kind of reminded me of this because I watched a, a documentary about this like particular thing, like where she mm, was like. Just, I wonder if there was some inspiration there. I I don't know. You know, I'd have to, we'd have to do a little bit more research. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just reminded me of that because I I had seen a little like one of those like behind the music or one of those you know musical documentaries about the group. Well, not the VH1 behind the music. And I, 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 just, I don't want to speak, you know, incorrectly about it, so I'm going to do a little bit more research before I, I talk about it. But I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. like, this is the story where, like, this dude was, like, just stalking. Like, he was just obsessed with her. Like, was coming over to her house mm-hmm. every day and, like, eventually, like, just being a total creep. And, like, eventually they, like, started seeing each other and, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She, she was in a, I think she was in a dark place at that time and, like, it's just a it's just a wild story, like, um, uh, yeah, dude, I'm here for it. Yeah, very interested in Perfect Blue. Um, uh, yeah, it says it says it's one of the most important animated films of all time. I'm I, I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I can definitely say I have enjoyed that movie every time that I've watched it. I, again, I haven't seen it in a while, but I watched it a lot. It was it was one of those anime movies that you could always throw on like on the background and it would always like catch your eye and be like oh wow that's because hey it's it's still beautiful to this day um animation quality is good and it's just like the story just kind of sucks you in yeah it sounds like a very interesting story i can't wait to to check it out because i'm going in blind i've never you know outside of this oh you've never seen oh my god this is another one of those like old man animes that i'm really excited for you to watch well yeah because i've seen it on like a bunch of like you know like anime movies you must watch you know just like the classic like ranking mm-hmm. list and things like that so definitely looking forward to that oh yeah um so if you guys want to follow along with us and watch that it is available for rent on amazon prime video for three bucks um worth it worth every penny absolutely and then if you guys want to vote for the poll once again our nominations are full metal alchemist brotherhood fire force elfin lied and the junji ito collection um, you should have vote on our Twitter page, which is just at Shonen and Suds. Uh, unfortunately, you can't vote on Facebook because Facebook is weird about polls for some reason. Like, I 
Dude, they're weird about everything I don't these know days. why. Dude, you can make a poll on, like, every other type of page except for, like... Uh, like, if, like, in a Facebook group, you can make a poll, but on a, on a Facebook page, you can't make a poll, so I... It's so weird. I don't know why they have these weird rules, but head over to the Twitter, drop us a follow, and uh, vote. You know, you guys get can choose what we watch next. Leave us some suggestions because we need suggestions because we are uh, we we shot ourselves in the foot this week when we chose Soul Station. <laughs> yeah, turns out turns out we are uh, we are just as fallible. But on the plus side, on the plus side, Cody, there's a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe that will be dubbed soon. So our our play, we're 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 on our way to the buffet. It's we're we're getting hyped now. Okay. So there's gonna be plenty there. Our plate's gonna be plenty full. It will runneth over, yeah. some might say. We got my it is hero. all you can eat crab legs, sir. <laughs> exactly. We got my hero, Vinland Saga season two. There's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things to look forward to. Like Demon Slayer should be right around the corner too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe and so is Jujutsu Kaisen, I think, is also like right around like, Yeah. All of the big shows are, are coming back. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully 2023 will be a a great year of anime. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah, that, Chris, that's all I got this week. Uh, yeah, about the same. This movie sucked. I can't wait to never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, never watching this one again. That's the worst show we've covered, or the worst movie, I will say at least. Maybe the worst thing in a while. Period. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. It ain't great. Yeah, be sure to enjoy Perfect Blue with us next week, and. Uh, until then, I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening, as always. <laughs>